the official sound of the Midwest. Midwest Girls is made up of two friends who turn co-host. Meg and I will take you on a raw and unfiltered journey through our lives as followers of Jesus. Whether we are sharing truth and biblical wisdom, giving relationship advice, or telling stories of our dogs, we seek to exist as a platform to give encouragement and love while maintaining our motto to be unashamedly bold, truthful, and genuine in the name of Jesus Christ. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gentile. Enjoy the show. Okay, everybody, welcome back to Midwest Girls. I'm probably, like, yelling in this thing. Um, sorry. <laughs> Don't be. We're just rolling with it. So, um, welcome to the Power of No podcast. Yes. I feel like Kylie is, like, passionate about this right now. <laughs> I'm passionate about it because I, I knew it, but I rediscovered it. Or one of those things that I actually am taking to heart and I'm really trying to, um, you know, just keep in mind, um, this is probably going to be one of our shortest podcasts ever. Uh, we just, well, one, we just recorded Raising and Ashamed Kids. Two, this is more of just a permission, not that you need one, to say no to things that are draining you that really don't align with maybe what God's calling you to. Mm -hmm. And it's just more of, you know, people know you're capable of doing things. And so they reach out to you for every little thing. Yeah. And and, um, it's okay to say no. And you can, I know that you will feel guilt and you feel shameful from it. At least I do. Um, But I realized that I can't do it all, even though I, it's like one of those things that I think everybody knows, but then you find out it's true. It's true. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it's, yeah, you, I think we, nope, keep going with that thought. Well, here's my thing. I, I am able to have, I am able to carry a full plate and honestly, not to toot my own horn, I feel like I can carry a full plate and I can do it pretty dang well. Yes, you can. <laughs> but I'm realizing that um, I'm sometimes, especially recently, stacking things on top of my full plate. So, you know, I'm using a Thanksgiving analogy here, you know, where you have all your pretty dividers and you can have a lot of food on that plate. <laughs> you have dividers on your plate? Sometimes, well, paper plates. Oh, all right. Our 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 family get togethers do paper because hey, I can nobody wants to watch it. <laughs> and we re- use China. <laughs> if it's smaller, but we don't do like just immediate family stuff. Yeah, like Thanksgiving, it's always like big, big. That's fun. I was yeah. just, I was just trying. I, I wasn't following you for a yes. minute, so I apologize. <laughs> it's usually when we what have Thanksgiving. Have? When we have Thanksgiving, it's usually you know my my our immediate family. So you know my my siblings, mom, dad, our spouses, kids, plus my cousins, kids, grandparents. It's big. And aunts, uncles. Yes. And well, big in the term of, um, yeah, people, but at the same time, my family's pretty small. I think that's why we're capable of doing it. Yeah. But you know, we're talking about 20 people still. That's, that's big. Yeah. And, um, where was I going to say? Oh, so anyway, so everything's like, you know, nicely and spaced out because, you know, 
you can do those things because you can see everything very clearly on your plate. But then, you know, you go to the next line of food and then you're finding more things that, oh, I want this, but I don't have room for it. And so you start stacking it on top of your other stuff. Mm -hmm. And so that's my Thanksgiving analogy for um, your schedule. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Where I fall short a lot of times is because um, some things, uh, if I would think about it a little longer, aren't necessarily something that I need to do. Not that they're bad. Not it, but it's just I can't be everything to everyone like I want to be (laughs) yeah I think there's a lot of wisdom in knowing yourself Mm -hmm. and knowing um what you can handle first off but also your husband Mm -hmm. your if you have children your children what do you actually want your life to look like and um Kylie knows I literally like journals and I even showed her I only have one page left in this journal and I have a brand new journal to start and um I'm going to actually write down in this journal what I want my life to look like this year and how what what do I need to do to make sure it looks like what I feel like God is leading me to look, make it look like? Because mm-hmm. I think we can take for granted and just say yes and no to things. And then a year has passed and maybe that, oh, man, I really wanted to take a family vacation or, man, I really mm-hmm. wanted to do this, blah, blah, blah. Another year has gone by and you haven't done it maybe because you haven't prioritized your life right. Yeah. Um, so there is power in saying yes to certain mm-hmm. things and no to certain things. Yeah. And I think it does take clear vision. It does. Jesse and I have been more intentional with having a vision for our family. And I really like that. As mm-hmm. hokey as it sounds, <laughs> have a vision for yeah. what you want your life to look like. Mm-hmm. And say yes and no accordingly. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, just remembering that some things aren't for you. Mm-hmm. And if you are in the midst of whether or not to say yes, just discern, you know, for, you know, God's voice and, you know, he will, he will let you know. A lot of times what I, lately what I've been doing, um, one, if it's something brand new, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that not that, um, necessarily something I've already done before, but something brand new. Okay. Lord, is this within my gifts and talents? Mm. Is this actually something I'm really passionate about? I'm passionate about a lot of things. That's also something um, that's also hard for me to um, say yes and no beca- or no because of that. Because I truly just want to help whoever I can. Mm-hmm. But uh, something that I've noticed is a lot of times I'll say yes initially because I am very on board with whatever is going on. But I'm realizing maybe I'm more of a prayer support. Maybe I'm more of just like a go get them tiger. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe not supposed to actually be leading it or um, a lot of times I actually usually when I get asked for things, a lot of people just throw me in the leadership position and I don't want to always be in a leadership position. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, things like that. I'm pri- I feel like I'm not making sense. No, you but- are. You are, it's, I think there are certain gifts that the Holy Spirit um, gives to one mm-hmm. and other people recognize it and they will take for granted that you want to do that. Well, that's why I think the wisest thing you can do when you've been asked to be a part of something and say, I need to, I'm not giving the answer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need to pray about this. And I've, 
as I've gotten older, I've gotten better at that. And I've gotten better at saying no. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily feel guilty about it. Yeah. I think that's where, excuse me, um, I just feel guilty because, and I know other people do too, because I, I have a nat, I've, I just have a natural want to serve. Yeah. In any way possible. It doesn't have to be anything with church. Um, it could be even no to a sub job because I'm like, well, if I'm not there, then what if there's a child that I need to, you know, I'm supposed to talk to today, introduce them to Jesus in one way or another? Because honestly, that's something I do every time I'm in a classroom. Some way, shape or form, Jesus's name is spoken mm-hmm. because I believe in the power of his name that much. And I think that just plays a part of it, too. But something I've been doing lately as well to help me um, discern on whether or not to do, I've been doing self-assessments, and um, I just did one today. And I do these quite often. Hmm. Um, and it's whether and I, it's basically write down what I'm thinking lately. Hmm. And so today was, okay, where's, where's all my thoughts going? And I was able to you know, thankfully say, I believe that 90% of the time I'm truly thinking about Jesus, what he wants me to do, the the ministry that I'm doing. It's like an all consuming thing. The 10% of it, um, is just like, I don't know, random stuff, not necessarily bad, not necessarily good. Um, but then a lot of that 90% also is if I'm being convicted of a, you know, a sin of some sort, like a lot of my battles, I'm talking to Jesus about is because of my sinner's heart. Mm -hmm. And so it's just even that, but I'm still always trying to be mindful. And that's, this has been a goal for me over the past, you know, year is to literally have every thought on him. That's really good. If I could piggyback off that for a minute. Yeah. Um, I love that self-assessment thing because there were many years in my life and I have, I've made no secret of it on this podcast where I struggled with anxiety um, and a year or two of depression. Mm-hmm. And I let my thoughts rule me. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me think of the verse to not let yourself be tossed around to and fro like the waves to to be in control of your thoughts, mm-hmm. in fact. And for a long time, I felt powerless over that. But that's a great exercise yeah. to, to kind of um, nip in the bud, so to say, anxiety, mm-hmm. um, Satan, the mm-hmm. things that he can put our minds on. Yeah. And what am I actually thinking about God? Am I dwelling on what is good? Mm-hmm. What is beautiful? Like your word says yeah. to be doing. Yeah. So I know that's not really doesn't have too much to say with saying no, no. but it is a good I exercise. Feel like it's le- I think it's all good. I think the spirits kind of lead, then lead it. This. Yes. <laughs> no, like, so it's just, I don't know, like some of the, I think, so here, let's say, I'll, I'll call out one of my issues that I appreciate a good looking man. Okay. I think all of us women do, but today I caught myself. I'm looking a little too long at him. I'm not really thinking anything other than I'm like, you really are very attractive. Attractive. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, immediately I'm like, Jesus, like, just take hold of these thoughts I go there. I know at the end of the right now they are harmless, but don't let them go any farther than this. Mm-hmm. And not you know, and I know myself well enough that it would not happen. But I don't want Satan to even take that foothold in any way, shape, or form. I know I would never, you know, nothing physically would ever happen. We didn't even really have a conversation. But I don't want to be continually thinking about you know said person 
you know, throughout the day, randomly. Right. Like, oh, yeah, he was really good looking. Or, you know, because that's all he needs mm-hmm. to take. So, um, there's a saying no to Satan. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, Satan, get out of here. And I think um, guys, I know, struggle with this a lot more than women. But I think a lot of times we as women downplay that. Yeah. It's it's a real thing. And actually, the book, the Men and Women of the Church book, at the end of the That's next. book, <laughs> she talks about, you know, um, her husband being open with her and saying, hey, this is like a huge thing. And mm-hmm. he goes, that guy just caught a look at you. And, yeah. he, and she's like, what? He goes, I just caught a look at this woman. And she, I, she even talked about being offended by it, but he was being so open with how guys think. Yeah. But I think, um, I think she talks a little bit about like the women's side of things too, but, um, she went into like dress, how to dress and stuff like that. It, it was, I'm getting off track here. It's good. But it's all good stuff. So men and women, men and women of the church by Dr. Sarah Sumner. So I think we should do a podcast on books that we've read this year. Yes. Why we like them and recommend them. Yes. Seriously. I actually thought about that the other day. Well, there we go. Yes. <laughs> so that's perfect. Um, but here's where I got out of my self-assessment today. And um, it's basically if you want to live a life of purpose, you need to start saying no. It might not make people happy, but it will be freeing to know that you are not responsible for everyone else's happiness. Yes. So that was one of the things. It's There's multiple things, but one this came to my mind in this was pertaining to the podcast. So that's why I wrote that one down on this page that I'm looking at. Um, another one being everyone doesn't need access to you. Find the balance as a Christian, seek prayer, be alone with God. Um, and think about how Jesus, everything. Okay. So right before every big chapter in the Bible, you can look at the garden of the Gethsemane. Um, did I say that right? Geth- Gethsemane. Well, I was, yeah, okay. Right before he was taken. I thought I mis- said like the whole thing, like where he was. No. Um, like for example, that right before, you know, he healed the little girl, um, the, uh, the Roman soldier's daughter. The centurion's daughter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, they all start, like there's more than this. They all start with him going and being alone with God. Yes. And see, he's seeking their, um, or he's seeking his guidance, you know, you could say there, what, cause the Holy Spirit's up there too, but, <laughs> um, it hadn't come down yet though, but that, uh, never mind. Yeah. I'm going it's off. Good theological. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Holy Spirit had not come down yeah. to everyone yet. <laughs> so Pentecost had not yet happened. No, cause he had to ascend for it to descend. It came down like fire. Anyways. So, um, this is something lately I've been really intentional about. That's really good, Kylie. I think that um, I think we could recommend to everyone get a journal. Seriously, <laughs> yes. no. Seriously. Like I'm really excited about my new journal. I sent a picture of it to Leanne, Kylie, and Beth. Like, look, it's so pretty. <laughs> and like, I'm gonna do a self assessment. I'm gonna do like, what do I want my year to look like? And I think the taking control of our thoughts and giving your like you said giving permission to make your life not make your life having the lord's guidance on mm-hmm. your life is actual wisdom because if you overcommit you're not doing anyone any favors and we've we've talked about that before mm-hmm. um but i think it's all really good well thanks you're welcome <laughs> the holy spirit was working with me today when i had 
no kids in the classroom. Mm. But um, this has just been, like, guys, um, this has taken me quite a bit of time to get to this point. I want to say that. And this is the self-assessment thing. This is something I've been doing since just since... Uh, maybe a little before summer Mm -hmm. and I'm doing it currently with my position where I am and I'm doing it with um, in alignment to what I feel like the next chapter and where I'm being called to uh, ministry wise Uh, like what because you know I'm not going to be 28 forever eventually I'm going to be older eventually I'm going to maybe not necessarily be able to keep up with the kids as much as I want to not saying that it's going to change anytime soon it might different in a way but one day I could I might be working with adults and more or you know what does that look like I don't know maybe I'll be this 80 year old woman working with kids the rest of you know well God's got a plan and (laughs) you just need to stay attuned to the Holy Spirit making the time making the time to listen for his voice don't you feel that because I can actually look at my adult life and my young adult years I was married very young um, had Adam pretty young and there were really smartphones hadn't been on the scene yet. And I feel like that was a time in my life that I really flourished, Mm -hmm. um, in my walk with Christ. And then like, I was very diligent at first with the smartphone and then it went like way too far in the other direction. Mm -hmm. And I think we take for granted not setting aside the time to be quiet yeah. before the Lord. And if you don't, if you don't carve out that time, if you don't say no to things enough to where you can't even carve out time mm-hmm. to listen to the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and spend time at Jesus's feet, yep. your life, I mean, I, I, it's not going to reflect him. Mm-hmm. And I, I, yes, yeah. we have to intentionally do that. And we need to not only be intentional about that, but asking him these questions, um, I think a lot of people sit down for that quiet time with God and they're like, well, I don't really, I don't really know what to do. Just sit, just sit and be mindful of him. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I I feel like I, I would like more teaching and I'm, I'm currently reading an amazing book on looking at the scriptures with fresh eyes, not nothing new age or false theology, I promise, but looking at them for like taking away all the assumptions I've, I've put Mm -hmm. on it. And, um, looking at it with the eyes, fresh eyes and letting the Holy spirit mm-hmm. speak to me mm-hmm. and getting myself out of my way. Yeah. And it's been, it's been amazing how much God can, when you just reset the mind, take mm-hmm. control of those thoughts and let him have that quiet and let him speak to your heart, your soul mm-hmm. is a better word. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think the the more and the more time you spend with God, the more you just realize that you are an imperfect person mm-hmm. and He is the perfect God and you have access to Him and it's just very 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 humbling. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it might shock people of me, you know, announcing my sinful thoughts today, but. I'm so comfortable announcing that one, I, I would tell my husband that he probably won't ever listen to this podcast, but it's something that, um, I've openly admitted to him before at one time, uh, you know, I enjoyed a comment from a guy a little too much. And so, um, it was just in passing. I know he, I didn't even know who that person was. We were at the gym. This was the time that we worked out at a gym, not at the school. It was, I don't know, somewhere in town. 
Um, I can't even think of the name of it anymore. It doesn't matter. But, um, but you know, it's, you become comfortable, not in your sin, but you become comfortable knowing that you aren't perfect. Yeah. And knowing that people actually respond better knowing that you're not perfect. Yes. When you come across this holier than thou, mm-hmm. well, that's intimidating. Yeah. That makes everyone feel like crap. Yeah. And that's not what Jesus is about. Right. We are all imperfect. Mm-hmm. We all come to the cross. Yeah. Yeah. Along those lines, just so I feel like I got to say something. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think this would upset Jesse. This was years ago. Yeah. And like there, these guys at all work would always give me a hard time because I was like the hottie. Yeah. Uh, and they, and I told him offhand one time, like, oh, I kind of like those comments. And he was like, what? <laughs> You're hearing it from me is not enough. And I didn't even think that it. that would offend yeah. him but it did yeah and i was like you know what you're right that was callous of me i was like look at me <laughs> <laughs> you're like careful <laughs> <laughs> don't do that don't do that <laughs> sorry jesse and um yeah it's just i don't know well, the more the more you just Become comfortable with being in the presence of God, being mindful of him. Um, So here's typically my rundown. Now, guys, I also work in ministry. So I make, I have a very intentional schedule of study and I probably study more than maybe the normal everyday person because it's literally my job too. And so I wake up at 530 in the morning. I spend quiet time with him. I am uh, listening to some sort of maybe music to kind of get my heart in uh, tune with him. And then I dive into scripture. YouTube ambiance. YouTube ambiance. Yes. <laughs> uh, Listen to our other podcast entitled Comfort and Calm. <laughs> You'll know what we're talking yes. about. Um, during the day, I go a little bit. And then around 10, I do a little you know, one-off devotion of some sort, or I, I, I'm intentionally seeking a prayer or I'm intentionally seeking, you know, just, um, the comfort of God, the wisdom of God. Um, then around noon, I'm, I'm usually doing a midday, um, study dive. Um, I'm, and you know, maybe I, I also might be listening to some worship music at this time. Um, about mm, right after school, then I, Usually, if I'm at the school, and it varies from day to day, because if I'm at the church, I do. It looks a little different, but um, I will then come home, you know, kind of chill a bit. But then I around between that three four era, then I'm back to studying. I'll study for about two hours. That's great. And so it's just each. I'm just kind of giving you not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying this because you know I'm. To, to toot my own horn or anyway, but just to encourage you to just set up a schedule. I know one thing's for sure um, throughout my day is that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know what necessarily my work day is going to look like because of the type of career I have. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I know that is for certain. And isn't that just God? Yeah, I think it's great because I think it Francis Chan said it one time, um, he actually checks in and now he's in China, but when he was head of his church, um, he would check in to make sure that his staff was 
spending more time with mm-hmm. God than actually serving. Mm-hmm. Because how can you serve when you don't even know what he wants from you? Yeah. You actually can be like look like you have successful ministry without the presence of God, which yeah. is a very daunting yeah. fact. I was in ministry, paid ministry like Kylie before, and I'm like, "Woo, that's a scary thought." Yeah. That is I a read that very scary too. thought. Um, we both read it. Where did Where we, we read that? that? I really don't know. Wasn't it men and women of the church? It might have been. I think you were telling me about that. Um, but yeah, I forget where I was going with that now. So wrap that thought up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do have, this is totally off topic, but I, um, the cell phone screen, I have a, this is a brag because this is an accomplishment. I feel like, um, last week my cell phone screen time was 18 minutes a day. Good for you. But now this week it's probably way bad. <laughs> what okay. throws me are those days like when I'm hi- subbing high school. Oh like, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Like, read this on, read this new article, read this on Kindle. Yeah. And, or if I throw a podcast on. Yeah. Like, if I, throughout the yeah, day. Yeah, I didn't listen to a podcast last week, which Good is shocking. Good for you. That was very shocking. Sometimes I look at my time and go, oh, oh, I listened to that. Yes. <laughs> a lot of times mine's usually around three or four hours yeah. a day. So. That's, that's something that I'm, I'm little tip that I do. I've, I've said it before. If I find my, because it's such a horrible habit. And mm-hmm. this is something I have to do. And I don't do it as diligently as I did. But at some point during the week, I take off all social media off my phone mm-hmm. because it's like, you just got to cool that back. Yeah. Just take it off. Yeah. Visit it on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Post the picture of the kids and what you've done, whatever. Yeah. But the rest of the time, it's just a waste of time. Yeah. It's just a waste. Um, the car ride uh, got me. Yeah. The nine hour car ride. And then I, it's really addicting because then I was like carrying over into the next day or so that's when I take it off mm-hmm. when I because I've noticed that um habit in me if yeah. I just open my phone the first thing I go is Instagram Facebook I'm like take them off mm-hmm. because that is I don't want to be like that no yeah it's I and I know it's a dopamine hit every yep. time you're like oh someone like that oh someone shared yep. that you just yeah that's an addiction it is you gotta get off yeah Oh, but yeah, so I don't know if this is considered the power of no podcast. I think it is. I think we've offered some good exercises to know thyself and to make what's say no and yes to what it is the Lord would have you do what you want your life to look like. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good. In fact, awesome. Perfect. Not that you need that from me. (laughs) See, here's another thing. You don't need world's affirmation. (laughs) (laughs) So quiet, Meg. No, because, no, that's another thing that I've been working on. I'm noticing how much I'm like, I just need somebody to affirm what I'm doing. And then um, God's like, aren't I enough? Yeah, you know what? That's something in my 20s more so. I was such a people pleaser Mm -hmm. that I I wouldn't say no to things. I, I learned to... Yeah, nope, God's enough. You don't need to please anyone but him. Don't be rude. Yeah, but. there's a balance. That, and There is a balance in saying no. Sometimes people have the opposite issue. Yeah, they say uh, no too much. They say to, no too much, and God's like, um, excuse me. I do have work for you yes, to do. Yes, I do have work for you to do, so you need to um, do it. <laughs> I think we know, and that's where uh, I think it's Paul and Peter, they talk about when, what you know is sin is sin, and what it is. What may be sin for you is not sin for another. Yes. You know what you are and are not called to. And if you're not doing what you know you're called to, that's sin. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a thought for me. <laughs> but that's all we got. Heck, this lasted 
six minutes longer than I expected. <laughs> so, Hooray! Yay! Um, well, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, we have some feelers out there for guests. We have yes. a few lined up for sure. Some mm-hmm. that we're still waiting for a yes from. Yeah. But I really like this trend of having people on to testify. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think it's just really glorifying to Jesus and the work that you don't need to hear it from us. Hear it from people out there living it, what he's doing. Yes. So. Yes. It's amazing. Oh, I love testimonials. Uh, also, um, if you haven't seen our Facebook post, go comment your favorite holiday memory. It can be any holiday, but think more Christmas and Thanksgiving because obviously that's what's coming up. Yes. <laughs> and so we're already preparing for our holiday episode that will probably be um, uh, airing the week before Thanksgiving Did, or are we something doing like that. Memories or blessings or both? Either or. Yeah. I just said memories, traditions. See, I took social media off. I didn't even yes. see that. <laughs> I got to go look now. But cool. anyways, go check it out. Cool. So much loving. God bless to everybody and have a great week. See ya. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Midwest Girls. We could not do it without you and all your support. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave us a five-star review, comment your thoughts, and share this with all who you love in order to raise awareness for what we are doing here on Midwest Girls and at Project 68. Also, I just wanted to let you in on just a little secret. We have a little discount code for our listeners at our merch store, which you can find on our website or in the notes section below. It is Midwest Girls 10, all caps. Again, Midwest Girls 10, all caps. And you can find our merch store link at www.project68ministry.com or you can find it all in the show notes below. We give God all all the glory for this platform. And we hope this podcast is making an impact for the kingdom. So until next time, much love and God bless y'all.